can be dangerous. To avoid danger of suffocation, keep this bag away from babies and children. So informs us the type written on the plastic bag over the head of Marco Corbelli on the cover of 2003's Death Orgasm Connector. You're listening to Noise Extra. I'm Gray Holger, here with my co-host Tara Connolly. Hello. And Mike Connolly. Hello. And it is officially that time of the year again. That wonderful month of October. And you, this is the 5th October we've been with you. This is our fifth Marco Corbelli episode. It is, and I am thrilled to be talking about Death Orgasm Connector. This album, forever, if someone were to ask me my favorite A-tracks, I would always say this album. In recent years, I feel that I switched and was saying Woundfucker, if this ever came up. But hey, let's see if... Things are reverting back to the death orgasm connector coming up in this episode. And just like we've done for our other Atrax episodes, we each picked an Italian horror movie to discuss. And for this year, that segment is going to be the extra noise extra segment over on the Patreon after we discuss the album. So tune in over there to hear what three Italian movies we picked to discuss. But before we get into Death Orgasm Connector, let's do some recent listening. Gray, what have you been listening to? A couple things. Live shows. I played with Francisco Lopez and Barbara Ellison, and it was awesome. Francisco's set, Virtual Electromechanics, was originally conceived in 2018, and He's been performing it for a while, blindfolded audience at 2220. It was awesome and completely enveloping. And I also picked up an eight hour USB of all kinds of his works using building and machine locations. And I've been working my way through that as well. So that's both a live listening and a at home listening. I've been soaking in this stuff. We were sad to have missed that show for reasons that we were all three doing something, but we had to get to that place early and unfortunately we did miss the set but only heard great things about both francisco's set as well as your hive mindset Mm -hmm. it was a good time and then just the other night i went to see richard pinhas of helden fame perform solo uh, guitar works and then he also played in collaboration with some other people at the end of his set it was also really cool, really varied. A lot of the classic Heldon guitar moves that you would expect from him. And using an even tied harmonizer, I noticed on stage, one of my favorite pieces of gear. So always fun to see someone drag <laughs> oh, out. You love it. <laughs> you know, Gray loves that even tied. <laughs> and yeah, and I would not be taking mine out even in a nice padded road case to perform in other countries. Nope. I wonder if he had one here or if he traveled with it. 
And then a few things, a lot of Bandcamp listening and some new tapes. Ultra Flies put up his first CD on Ideal, and it's called Permanent Cavity. And I, I love it. I'm obviously a big fan of Matias's work. And having released an Ultra Flies thing a couple years ago, this one hits all the right notes for me. It's really crude, really aggressive, also really atmospheric and uh, very exciting to listen to what he was doing like 15 years ago. Although I've been in touch with him for a long time getting tapes. It's, it's nice to revisit some of this older stuff or hear it in a different context now. So really enjoyed that one. Phage just reissued IRM's and an act of self mutilation is an act of freedom. I've been blasting that one uh, really good. I love the denseness while still feeling open and sparse that just amount of sound that IRM can pack into something and those vocals over the top. I really do enjoy their sound a lot. Something a little bit more on the mellow end of things is the gray eucalyptus tranquility cassette from rainforest spiritual enslavement. Nice long atmosphere so i think it's a c60 and a c80 like it's long it's a great one and it's one you can just put on and just let, let it, it ride yeah. yeah it's so great that is what i have been doing and trick by richard ramirez a reissue of an mm-hmm. old hospital release has also been getting some ear time and it looks beautiful the reissue looks that red foil the like halftone art everything looks really cool on that one and a nice reissue. I love that you know you can still work with someone after twenty years or whatever. You still let's put this thing out again. Let's do this, and it's gives me a lot of hope for noise these days. To see the label that originally beautiful. put something out way back then reissuing it now is still around. Both artists still very active. That reissue rules. I love the red foil. Just looking at it, it's it excites me on so many levels. And just what a perfect title. And I know that on Death Orgasm Connector, we get to hear a nasty trick, but just the word trick laid out there in that way, just absolutely awesome. Uh, rock hard on that one. <laughs> and then something that I was just made aware of just came out the other day. I would have tried to wait for the tape, but I had to listen to it on Bandcamp, which is Silver Bullet, Cycle of the Werewolf Bondage, which I don't think it's any big secret to you guys. Yes, exactly. Yes, it is us exploring the werewolf. A very nice release for Halloween, I would say, as it creeps upon us, you should listen to Silver Bullet, Cycle of the Werewolf Bondage. There is so much to dig into and notice and get scared by on this tape. This one was very enjoyable to create. And yes, I would encourage anybody to make sure to listen to it on Bandcamp, even if you order the tape separately, because now is the time to listen to it. It's never too early or late to celebrate Halloween. It's yearly around here, but specifically in this next days, I feel it's appropriate to make sure to listen to it. Yeah, in these darkening and dreary days, you have to get make time to really absorb that lovely ha- Halloween spirit. And that's been not entirely it, but about it. It's been a lot And there's more. I've checked out some of the newer hospital tapes that showed up and a couple other things. But I've also been 
listening to this thing, which is now piled up in front of my stereo awaiting final assembly, which is a compilation that I am about to release. So there'll be more on that when it comes out. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Speaking of that really unnerving energy that happens in October, we have been listening to communion flying saucer, the chosen one quite frequently. And Oh boy, does that really set a mood of fright? Another one that was quite in state when making it of past episodes We've discussed our obsession with the book Communion, and this came out of that obsession. And I love that the special packaging is so great with the tubes and the injector. Everything is so ominous, and I enjoy the tone that this is presented with because truly reading the book Communion is terrifying. And to imagine that psychological war that's going on inside the mind of Whitley Strieber is, and his family and, and people in his life, it's really intense. And so I appreciate the gravity with which that is taken and manifested into this release. In filth news, we just received a copy of the new Anal Birth CD, Top 28 Chapters of Infant Atrocities. This is <laughs> absolute pure filth hell. We, in fact, got it last night and started today with coffee and anal birth. You A sure s- way to start the day. Start the day right. Absolutely true. It is disgusting. It is foul. And it is everything you want from anal birth. You need well, to get yourself straight. Check it out. Absolutely. I reached out, in fact, to Adam right before recording to make sure to get a link for purchase of the CD. So hopefully he'll get back in time before posting so we can have a link up to pick up the new anal birth CD. Highly, highly recommended and have to say, never been more honored to be in a thanks list than being in the thanks list for this anniversary. Yellow Gas Flames getting a shout out. And we are beyond honored to be listed in top 28 chapters of Infant Atrocities. Fantastic gorehounds. I'm going to have to get my own copy of that anal birth as we got to see them last year and meet them. And it was just awesome. So great. And also I noticed because I was looking at the official reproduction deadbeat at dawn poster that trauma team just released that they also reissued the anal birth infant butchering cassette the as it's quoted here in the description the world's first gore noise tape available once again and includes the interview with adam rotella i'm gonna add that to my order too while i'm getting deadbeat at dawn poster Mm. sounds like an order that we'll be making as well but yes we are all massive anal birth fans especially having gotten to see him last year was just incredible and yes getting to meet them and hang out and have continued to stay in touch with Adam. So great guy, great band, anal birth, get your end of the year filth on. And another album I know, Gray, you have also been listening to, but of course it's just been a Mm -hmm. lot. Can't always mark down every single thing, but that being the dead body love puke on my corpse CD reissue on white centipede fitting for today's episode. Another Sick Italian mind and 
a nice one. This is a reissue of the Bloodlust tape, and it comes in the DVD-sized case, nice embossed lettering and art. Technically Fantastic. spot varnish. Yeah, spot varnish, sorry. Oh, my. Apologies. <laughs> yeah, Apologies well. for that, but... Yeah, shiny way, and not shiny. It feels Looks good. great to feel and rub and just a really nice reissue of one of those Bloodlust tapes that we have not gotten our hands on in originals. Mm. Nice to have a CD version of it. And it feels like it's been a big Dead Body Love reissue year. I feel that every year there's a project that ends up getting the a wave of reissues. And it feels like in the past year or two, it's been Dead Body Love have amassed a bunch of Dead Body Love CD reissues. But hey, nice time of the year to look to Italy and Dead Body Love will fulfill more of that filth, right? Anal birth in a different way, Dead Body Love in an Italian noise way. So I just realized we didn't discuss prurient noise for Halloween night. That CD release is just gorgeous. Yeah, always good to remind everyone to listen to Noise for Halloween night. One of the great releases from the past few years. Tape came out last year and then, yes, CD out now. And there's just been a bunch of crazy hospital stuff that's come out, like Trick. The new Old Tower is just incredible. Yeah. The new Akitsa is incredible. So it's just been a But it is like our tradition now to listen to that oh, on Halloween night. So absolutely. I would be remiss if I didn't just mention that. Absolutely. So new Raging October, a lot of stuff for Halloween lined up for everyone to finish out the year. Always sounds good in November and December, too. It doesn't really get old when you are cruising to the end of the year. Yeah, we get old, but it doesn't. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what also does not get old. Our yearly episode on Atrax Morgue. This one is great, and I had... I think we'd originally talked about doing a different album and this one was suggested and I put it on and was immediately like, yeah, let's talk about this. I want to talk about this one right now. Although even earlier today, I was sending like five possibilities for the next five Octobers. Definitely. Yeah. We always talk about like our favorite A-Trax or favorite Marco Corbelli. And this morning I woke up and I was just thinking, no. I'm not going to pick a favorite. I cannot pick a favorite. I will not pick a favorite because it's anything that I'm listening to at that moment. And time is my favorite. And I don't have to pick a favorite. That like desert island, like gun to your head. You get to pick one artist, one album, and then that's what you listen to. That has never happened ever. I'm sick of that conversation. I'm not engaging in it. I'm not going to encourage it anymore. We can talk about things that we love. But again, like whittling it down like that, I just think it's rude. I love that take, Tara, and I have to agree because leading up for this episode, as we always want to get in the mode, threw on a bunch of different A-Tracks albums and felt the same way, Tara. Everyone that was on felt, this is the one, and then the next one, this is the one. So that's the power of A-Tracks. Yeah, there's some projects you can have a favorite, but I don't think with A-Tracks you can. But this one, I... Definitely wasn't the first one I heard because this is 2003, but I remember it coming out. It was one that I was looking forward to when it came out. I don't remember if I knew it was coming out or when it did come out Mm -hmm. in 2003, picking it up probably from 
want to say Triple R, but I don't fully remember. So it was definitely the Atrax album that was new when I was ready for a new Atrax CD. Yeah, I remember this one coming out quite clearly because it would have been at a time that I was in contact with Marco at the end of the rope comp was getting put together, buying stuff from Slaughter and easy to be excited about a new Atrex Morgue release. It's just an easy thing to get hyped on. And this one has notes of stuff like paranoia in it and some of the synth textures, I feel like from sickness report, but it's pure Marco. So you never know what to expect. The vocals throughout the album are completely manic. The atmosphere shifts in a bunch of different ways and it's a very visceral album. The synths are really attacky. They're really violent on this, either violent through sheer tone volume in contrast to the vocals or the actual synth patch is just stabbing at you it starts in a way that feels like marco stumbled into the studio accidentally hit record and accidentally turned everything on because he was just in this maniacal state Mm -hmm. and it feels like it's so in the moment with no pre-thought whatsoever. And I mean that in the best way. It's so pure, immediate, and pure, Marco, like you said. Just, I kill sex again. Just empty, almost nothing at times. Yes. And then all of a sudden, this massive synth hit that shocks you and it feels like maybe shocked him when he hit it. This entire release is absolutely just peeled back to the most essential elements. And that's something that I really appreciate about it. It feels like you're, you're experiencing just a moment of extreme honesty. The end, I kept thinking of each track as being the difference between a confession and a threat. Some things are they come off as confessional and passive and it's just, Oh, here's something I'm experiencing. And then other things are just absolutely threatening in the way that they're delivered. And so I really enjoy that push and pull between saying you might do something and then telling someone you're going to do it right now. The vocals especially go from that piercing croaked inhalation shriek that Marco has to fully deranged to a whispered growl. Just on this first track, we get a variety of approaches to it and all while repeating, I kill sex. (laughs) And it does feel honest, upfront, instinctual for Marco. I think that's a good way to look at this work is that he may well have been just having a day and walked in and hit record and capturing an idea he had in one moment. And we've seen a lot of these releases that are recorded in a day or over a couple of days. He did operate on a shortened timeline on a sense of urgency or on a just need to expel these things when they hit him. And this release 
definitely feels like that. And the next piece inside your body, that simple synth buzz, like a, just a dead tone. Oh, he's spitting out vocals as quick as he can. And there's because of the processing or feedback or what, there's almost this scribbling effect of the noise interacting with the vocals where it just starts to chop pieces of it off. It feels so frantic. I'm trying to make out what he's saying. I'm trying to figure out what is happening here. And it's over just something so simple and, and almost unimportant, the synth sound in it that makes the focus on the vocals even more important. That unwavering synth tone, it happens a couple times on the album and we hear it on many Atrex albums. It's so visceral. It hits the back of your teeth. It hits the inside of your stomach. You get those feelings where you're wrenching your fingers and because it's just that unwavering tone. And then, yeah, the vocals, totally manic, totally different than the first track and different from other tracks. The vocals, there's a lot of variety of the way the vocals are done on this album in a great way. And this one is just pure manic A-tracks. Yeah, and the tones take on such character in this release. Like this tone to me was a medical tone, right? It's that high-pitched, flatlining hospital tone and then we have some of the the mid-grade tone that's putting you at ease like entrancing you and then we have some low tones that are making your guts and intestines wobble and making you feel uneasy right down to the core but definitely I think we start out with that kind of I kill sex again he's confessing it's only a slight threat and you get the idea that this person's murderous but then you go inside your body and it's the voice of a killer in a giallo right like I think that Marco has those times when you just his voice is absolute murder like it's maniacal in every way and I think that is what's happening here we hear the voice of a murderer we hear the voice of somebody who has it in them and then we hear that that medical tone at the end when everything just drops out and it's so ominous and even down to bringing things to the bare minimum like inside your body he's not saying what's inside your body is it his dick is it a knife is it something that's within you and he's just being really introverted and it's something that's within our own minds and peeling it back in that way I think is what makes these releases stand out so far over time because you see the the layers and layers of intent as time goes on Absolutely. And the following track is a track that I always think of when I hear the words Atrex more, when I hear the words Marco Corbelli, just a toy. And what I've always loved about Atrex is, Tara, you mentioned earlier that push and pull, that contradiction he talks about in interviews, where he goes from being the oppressor to being the victim, right? So here he's just a toy, but in other tracks, he truly exists in the line between sadism and masochism. Mm -hmm. He can go between both aspects. And that's something I've always loved. That's something I've always related to. And this album really shows that. 
from killing sex again to knowing what you need. So that's him in the form of the sadist to being just a toy. That's all I am. The repetition of those vocals is so powerful, along with the heavy synth tone here and the intermittent blasts we're also getting of synth. It feels like there's two synths on a good few of these tracks where one is doing a steady tone or some sort of weird sound, and the other is there for punctuation, and we definitely get that on Just a Toy. This is a classic Atrex Moore track, 100%. And it's also only three and a half minutes long. You could listen to it like a lot of times in one day if you wanted to. And we do. And it, this is frequently sung to me in our household. So I hear this uh, on many levels with frequency. And the Just a Toy, in my mind, was, of course, the inspiration for the cover art. And I loved reading the words that you spoke, Ray, because when I think of those, I just think of the statement, this bag is not a toy. And that's what they say very frequently. But looking at the many layers, like the expression on Marco's face is so placid, almost at peace, almost not even whimsical, just at peaceful, serene image of him with the plastic bag over his head, knowing that Marco saw death as a beautiful lady that was approaching, knowing his fixation on dying, knowing his fixation on taking that step into the other life and associating it with sex. So for him, that's not like a game for him. That is a very serious concept is that of, you know, death and sex. And so when you see that image, it really becomes more and more like jarring and serious. And I think that it hits you on just so many levels and I can really appreciate I'm just a toy alongside of this cover, alongside of the in the inner art, which is a blow up doll being penetrated by a knife again, because the vulnerability of it, the knife. And I, I just think that all of these things play so fantastically with each other because it's just one paradox stacked over another. It's anguish and delight. And it's a delight that you can only have once. The next track. Wish Nothing has this high insectoid noise going throughout the entire piece and these croaking Marco inhalation vocals. I am amazed at how long he can do this for. He's well-practiced. We've heard this on a good number of his releases, but try doing this. Just try, listeners, try singing along with this track, if you will. And let me know how long you can do it because it's not easy to do this vocal that he's doing at all. And this is a five and a half minute track. Really extends this pure agony, those stinging electronics, the back of the throat croaking. It's so unsettling. And there's no lyrics to this one. It's no. just... Agony, death croak, and man, this one is just, woo. Yeah, and, and you can't help but envision what's going on. And we've discussed Atrax and Marco so much and referenced this, this 
many interviews, but especially the supersonic death screams with A-Trax by Chad Hensley. And we've stated them so many times, but I think that his words are really relevant to the subject matter of this. Wish nothing. He says that death comes in a moment and a moment that only faith knows. Death is the moment. The moment is death. Each breath we die, the next breath we were born. Each orgasm we die and we are reborn. Each sleep is to die and the awakening is being reborn. I'm always feeling that I'm in a process between life and death. I feel no passing of time. The past doesn't exist. It's only an echo of the noise in my mind. Tara, that is a perfect quote from Marco, especially to lead into the title track, Death Orgasm Connector. Every orgasm we die, so then we are reborn again. And the center of the record is death orgasm connector this is such a good track the synthetic puncture wounds we're hearing the repeated undecipherable vocals over this whole thing but this is one of the pieces where the synthesizer really does feel like it's attacking us these this is these are stab wounds this is fatal injury via synthesizer and it's the death orgasm connector it is the excitement the maniacal way in which marco does things and just brutal synth here yeah and the vocals are going along with those stabs Mm -hmm. and this one we did try to pick out the words, but I was having problems. Were you able to, if it's so manic and the way he's doing it, I actually couldn't pull apart words. I couldn't figure out anything on this one. I tried, I listened to this a couple times. I tried to pull out some things and, and just nothing. And I find this track to be legitimately like frightening, like picturing being alone at night and listening to this by yourself, like the insistence in his vocals and as they speed up and as they become more obscured by the whatever if vocal effect is happening and it becomes more and more drowning and fast, like it it makes me think of like electrocution, like being shocked, very much being shocked to life. And then that pulse shocks him to life and then it goes back down and then shocked back to life. Like I, this track is just phenomenal, but Absolutely. The menace behind it is really there and undeniable. What do you think, guys? You think you could go for a nasty trick right about now? Might be my favorite piece on the record. I love this one. Death Orgasm Connector is a strong contender. Just a toy, obviously a strong contender, but Mm -hmm. a nasty trick slowly changing tone and the laughter this how many times can we say maniacal someone get me a thesaurus i I, (laughs) it really is the laughter of a maniac it's berserk unhinged over the top laughing and with some stereo delay on it so we're getting assaulted on all sides by this laughter did Marco play a nasty trick and he's laughing about it? Is he a nasty trick? Did he play a nasty trick on a nasty trick? Or is he a trick and he's being nasty? It's 
any way you look at it. Or did he just observe a nasty trick? And he correct. Mm -hmm. It could be so many different ways, but that laughter is truly unsettling. And then at the end of the track too, we get just a tiny bit of, I'm sure soundtrack from some Italian movie he was watching. I'm not sure what or where it's only there for a, a brief few seconds, but you can pick it out. And then it has a slow ending. Yeah, it works on so many levels, but definitely conveys, again, that murderous resentment so well. We don't know who's on the end of the trick, but we all feel that it's mean-spirited. Oh, there is no good intentions, no matter what way you look at it. Inside, the second track to utilize the word inside this one in its purest form and this one's very mortar machine this one would fit on death show Mm. it's very straightforward the rhythmic delivery of the vocals would fit in with mortar machine except the sound here is this hollow void just a nasty vacuum of sound that is pulling you inside. The electronics are very haunting on this one. And I like that it's the second track to use the word inside in the title and the lyrics, AKA being the only lyric on this track inside, but it's done in a completely different way than inside your body. Inside your body is fast and frantic on the track inside, he stretches out the word inside to eternity throughout the entire track. I inside. And it just keeps going. There's so many syllables in inside for this one. It's I, and like he makes it a five syllable word somehow. And it's just fantastic. And I don't even register that the word inside was used before because it's used so differently. And using that kind of swirling grinding to start really makes you think that he's like drilling a hole to the inside. He's like really, you're coring something out so you can get inside. And then at the same time, that just absolutely focused internally and it becomes very psychological with that croaking death voice of some giallo maniac. Marco's great at the simple repetitive lyrics. Many times it's just saying the track title over and over again, maybe a slight variation, maybe an added word or maybe a word taken away. It's a very tricky thing to do. Marco is able to do it in this way that you continue to think about the word or handful of words he's saying and put, your own interpretation on it. Think about what his motivations are. And throughout a track, you can go through many different feelings about what each individual word is getting at. And then when you have something like this, where it is one word, I don't know if anyone else can do it in the way Marco did. This is just pure and perfect but and and i think it comes off so well because he really 
it really feels as though he's trying to explore his thoughts and is unbothered by being a contradiction. And it's not through trying to become a label and define himself. It's just through living absolutely in the moment and letting all of those urges come out. And he has such an interesting mix of urges and there are urges that I want to see him play out. And there are urges that I would like him to use. Maybe there are those among us who would play out all their urges and it would be uninteresting. It would be dreary. It would be something other than what Marco allows himself to go through. And I think not putting that stop on yourself is just, it makes it enjoyable for us because it's encouraging, right? Because you think, yes, this is within me. Like at no point do you hear Atrax Morgan not relate to his pain and his anguish and his hatred and his love. Absolutely. I think about this thing he said about when he was asked, what is Italian society like? And I have always, this just sits with me so well. I absolutely relate to this. And I think most people do, Marco said. I don't know. I'm feeling not Italian and don't give a fuck about Italy. You can change any place in the world, but you can't change your mind and your interior life. I've always felt outside of society, living in my closed aseptic world, a world I've created specially for myself. I love to travel, but I'm always feeling the same sensation any place I go, like a visitor from outer space. Absolutely. And I'm sure we've quoted that before, but (laughs) any Marco quotes are worth repeating. And that one... I'm with you, Tara. Right now, that one feels really important. And just imagining changing the scenery, like that voice is still in Marco's head, right? Like the the wanting, the anguish, the delight, all of those things stay with you with within your interior. You can go any place, you can call yourself anything you want, but in the end, your interior space is there. And Marco built such a, he, such an interior space, right? Like he built such a voice that he could project within by exploring all of those spaces that he had within his mind. And I think that that is also fascinating. What do you think he saw when he looked into the poisonous mirror? This is a piece that if you had asked me to describe or tell you what it sounds like, I would have had no idea before this listen again. This is a piece that I've forgotten is maybe not the right word, overlooked, never really stood out in the context of the record to me for some reason. And I don't have an answer for why. But on this listen, it was front and center, the low oscillator that thing is so low it's just clicking right we're not even it's not even in the audio range yet it's just a just an lfo it's just and the slurping snorting wet sloppy marco vocals this track is disgusting this is the most disgusting piece on the record and made me think of the photograph inside the booklet. Yes, and I went to the photograph of Marco in the bathtub. Always. And so for me in this trek, I was in the bathroom, and Marco was crawling and slithering all over the bathroom, looking in the mirror, looking in the bathtub, crawling into the bathtub with the gun, 
that's where I was in that absolute classic Marco pick. I was in the bathroom with Marco Corbelli. <laughs> the idea of the poisonous mirror, poisoned by images, poisoned by thoughts. And at the end, like the, this whole piece, you're just thinking, what's going on? You feel that something very active, like you said, like something's happening and you don't know what it is. There's something that's moving around and, and something, some anguish is being acted. And then at the end, like there's almost like a sniveling crying sensation for Poisonous Mirror. And I just thought that this track was, was so potent. Absolutely. And it feels maybe even the most minimal track on mm -hmm. the album. But don't wait too long because you are going to have your throat slit, your brain sliced into when Marco knows what you need. Piercing highs, the general noise floor of this track, it goes back to Wish Nothing, almost the high vacuum, but this is a different spin on it for sure and the repetition of a, such a simple phrase is a marco specialty and makes this track menacing yeah it's, this is not a confession this is a threat i know what you need and then he's going to act on it Do you just get the feeling that He's hiding behind a corner looking at somebody and saying, I know what you need. Yes. I know. It's not, you're not saying it to their face yet. This is just privately watching in your internal space, secretly creeping, stalking. It's such a devilish voice that knows what you need. It's incredible. Pure and classic Atrex. Until we find out that the game is closed always like this title <laughs> and oh, i also yeah. mm -hmm. picture this as a cassette or perhaps intended as a cassette originally if we split it after death orgasm connector it fits nicely into two sides and i it makes sense that that would be the end of an a side and this could be the end of a b side and also the mm -hmm. entire release and also thinking of something like i kill sex again as the start of an a side but with a nasty trick as the start of the b side yeah, it definitely yeah. feels like it could be split into a cassette or an LP. And this is Synthesizer and Marco's breath just building until we are totally overcome by it across six minutes of slow, methodical progress from Marco. It's a perfect final orgasm and and i album. just think of the that clicking like the a projector running like in a dark room and the film is just flap flapping and then just his gargling yell of anguish mixed with delight uh, i think this is such a lovely capstone but wailing and wailing and the game is closed it it makes you think of marco saying i'm not into any sports but to play is important life is a game and then finally to end this with the game is closed. Who closed it? Is he closing it finally? The game is over. You're finally going to enact these dark desires. Or in what manner is this game closed and who closed it? 
And I think that this is such a delight to have at the end because we get to play with that idea. As humans, we're always living under the threat of death, like our own death, the people around us dying. That's that's part of life. Like it, it exists. We can deny it if we want or we can face it. And so for Marco to play with that threat of death, that sort of Damocles that hangs over us constantly, this shadow, and then also that shadow of getting what you want and then once you have it, the wanting is over. Those dark desires. And once once you capture that victim, then it's done. The game is closed. You have been listening to Noise Extra. Noise Extra is brought to you by Chondritic Sound, a home to noise artists for over 20 years. By Verdant Weapons, maker of quality contact microphones and noise devices. And by our Patreon supporters. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash noiseextra. And your support really helps. You can find us on Instagram at Noise Extra, on the web at noiseextra.com, one E in those, and on Twitter at Noise Extra, with three A's at the end. Thank you for listening to us and to Noise.